the New Media Consortium. The NMC is a consortium of more than 200 leading colleges, universities, museums, corporations, and other learning-focused organizations dedicated to the exploration and use of new media and new technologies. Welcome back to NMC Conversations. This is number seven in the series. I'm Rachel Smith from the New Media Consortium, and I'd like to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day to start with. I want to welcome Larry Johnson and Alan Levine to the call, my colleagues. Hi, guys. Hey, hey Rachel. How are you doing? Happy Valentine's yeah. Day. Thank you. Same to you. Yeah, and what, what better to uh, give that special person in your life but a pachyderm account? <laughs> 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 we'll talk more about that in a little bit, but yes, uh, how thoughtful. <laughs> I guess. It's a full-service economy. <laughs> we have, uh, as you might have guessed by now, we have two guests with us today. Peter Samus, Associate Curator of Interpretation at the San Francisco Museum of Modern Art, is one guest. And Peter's been involved with Pachyderm from the very beginning. Started at SFMOMO with version 1.0 before becoming an open-source project. Uh, hi, Peter. Greetings, Rachel. And we also have Scott Fair of Sandbox Studios here with us, too. Scott has been instrumental in the development effort over the past couple of years, and now he's the chair of the Pachyderm Council. How are you doing, Scott? Great. Thanks for having me on. Oh, well, it's, wonderful to to have, it's wonderful to have both of you here. So today's conversation is uh, going to be about Pachyderm, as there have been some hints so far about that. NMC just launched Pachyderm Services last week, and we thought uh, this would be a good opportunity to kind of talk about that and, and share that with folks. And it's a big also, deal, Rachel. You know, look, yay, Pachyderm yay. Services. <laughs> here, here. Let's pop the champagne. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we also wanted to take a look back at where Pachyderm has come from and look ahead to where it's going as a project. So let's start by taking a look way back in the mists of time. Pachyderm has come a long, long way since it first started, and uh, Peter, who we have here, knows all about its beginnings, right, Peter? Yeah, it started back in the remotest 20th century, and uh, <laughs> the last millennium, and was known as the dot-com era. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that, preceded that. Dot, that preceded the dot-bomb era. <laughs> anyway, in the dot-com era, as of MoMA, well, I had the mandate to develop, uh, we had the, the goal to develop a, a rich media interpretive educational program about our collection called Making Sense of Modern Art. But we knew that the kinds of content, and it's still available online, by the way, um, at sfmoma.org slash msoma, M-S-O-M-A. And we, we knew it was going to take us a long time to get all the content together, the resources together, the videos together uh, for, the, for the major works in the collection, and probably longer than we'd ever be able to hire an outside web design development company for. So we thought we would get uh, we would hire a firm to develop some templates for us that we'd be able to populate over time. We knew we wanted to publish in Flash and publish rich media broadband. And so we thought about that. As we thought about the templates, we thought it was a design challenge and a pedagogical challenge to conceive of templates that embodied the way we would approach an artwork, the way art historians and curators and others would approach an object and creating a context and giving meaning to objects 
through the way the templates themselves function. And so we hired some companies, uh, one to do the interface design and another to do the programming. Neither of those companies exist anymore. It's a sad story, but the people have gone on to do other very wonderful things. And we worked with them closely, developed Pachyderm 1.0, and sure enough, we continued to author in it for many years until, and in fact, around 2003, I guess it was, that yeah, it 2002, was. 2003, that Larry... Johnson came around, and Larry, why don't you pick it up a little bit? But before that, uh, Peter, um, I've heard you tell the story, but I just enjoy hearing oh, it. And yeah. I think our, our audience would as well. And we get the question all the time: Why is it called pachyderm? What do elephants have to do with art? Ah, uh, yes. Well, our initial version of making sense of modern art, when the museum opened its new building in January 1995 was just four artworks treated in a lot of depth from about 10 different points of view. And people said, my God, this is so rich and so deep. And, and, and for me, I kept on thinking, well, this is just the trunk of the elephant in terms of what I have in mind for what I want this program to be in the, in the trunk of the elephant in the Hindu parable of the blind men. And a couple of years later, when Susie Wise and Tim Spinonius and I and the other members of our team were all having uh, uh, lunch in a place in, in a Thai restaurant in Sausalito, and we were kind of figuring out what our work pro workflow process was, we said we should really name this software that we've developed here now that we've got it. And we looked around, and the name of the restaurant was Arawan. It was a Thai restaurant, and Arawan is a Thai name for a white elephant. We said, ah, it's the elephant thing again. We'll, and we thought, well, should we call it Arawan? Well, no one's going to know what that is. We'll call it Pachyderm. Oh, that's great. So, do we have the do we have the full elephant now? <laughs> uh, I think yeah, you know, the elephant's getting fuller by the by the month. All the, the parts are there. All the all parts, the parts are, are there. Yeah, all the identifiable. The yeah, there might be mo more new parts to come in time, but I would say that we've got a very full elephant. It's a great elephant. Yeah. You, you know, Peter, as you tell that story, I'm I'm I feel like we should underscore what a different era it was back then, not just the dot-com that we we're, you know, kind of chuckling about, but in fact, just the very notion of putting Flash and and you know, all the rich media that, that uh, Pachyderm enabled uh, into a website and making that be an easy process, that was, that was quite a sea change in the way that people thought about web design, and while there were people doing it, they were spending $50,000, $75,000 a pop on... Uh, right on just the engineering to get it done. And so Pachyderm really solved um, a real need. And then when Peter and I uh, met, we uh, we actually met through a mutual friend named Ted Kahn, who is an NMC fellow. He's been someone who's been instrumental in many, many important activities in the Bay Area and technology over the years. And, uh, and he a visionary put, uh, in his own right. Yeah. Indeed. He put us together. And at the time, which was 2003, early 2003, um, all the world was about learning objects and metadata. And we were thinking about, well, wouldn't it be nice if we could take this amazing tool – that SF Moma is using to create rich media and layer on uh, additional functionality to it so that you could search and so it could communicate with other databases and and uh, and it could not only be used to talk about art but to talk about biology or case studies or medicine or, or uh, what have you, any discipline that you might find in a university. And so we thought we'd do that and Peter and I pretty much wrote an IMLS grant over a weekend as I recall. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's pretty fast. Yeah, Peter. Peter calls me on my cell phone. I'm literally sitting down in a seat on an airplane, and and it's Friday, and the grants do like Monday, and uh, and Peter says, "You think we're going to be able to get this thing in?" <laughs> and of course we did, but uh, it was a long weekend, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and we've got to thank the IMLS. We got lots to thank yeah. them for actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and then after that, uh, tremendous number of partners, uh, Sandbox mm-hmm. Studios. Hear from Scott in a minute, and and uh, you know a number of important universities, California State and University of Calgary and uh, UBC, and and then uh, there was a whole uh, raft of important uh, museum contributions from the Met and the Museum of Art, and it was really been. Uh, quite a collaboration and so at the end of the day we really can describe Pachyderm as um, created by and for museums and educators that's what the basic purpose of it is it's uh, it's a tool that that was designed from the ground up to meet needs everyday needs oh, needs of content experts who might not be programmers or uh, or conversant with the technical side mm-hmm. that's right so the the project team that you mentioned Larry um, with the representatives from all those different universities and museums, it was, it was quite a team. And uh, for two years, we did basically took the 1.0 and redesigned it as 2.0, and it was just a huge effort with with metadata experts and programmers and user interface design, and well, everything that goes into software development. But it was a an exciting ride. Scenarios and persona. It was really it was, it was a great process, and you led a lot of that, Rachel. So that's uh, yeah, she did. That's actually how we met Rachel. Yeah, that's right. That's how Rachel came into the NMC. That's right. Riding an elephant, a, a vaporware <laughs> elephant. <laughs> well, and then uh, at the at the end of that process, Packerum went open source and became its own community, and uh, and Josh Archer at the California State University Center for Distributed Learning was the first chair of the Packardum Council, and that was uh, last year, and of course, Scott, you're the chair this year. Just going to toss in the, the council, for those who may not know that are listening, is is the group that actually charts the course of Packardum. It's, uh, it's the governing body uh, that that makes the decisions about what, what's going to be in Packardum and where, where it's going. Um, and a lot of the the original partners are are still represented on the council, although we have some new faces too. Good. And we just had a call a couple of days ago, so that was great. That's right. That's right. So I was going to ask Scott if you would talk about um, where Packerm is now as far as the open source project, and uh, where it's going, and what we can look forward to this year. Well, it's, uh, it's a really exciting time for Packerm. Um, you know, the launch of the services on one side, and then. Um, the work that's going on in the open source community to actually come out with Pachyderm 2.1. Uh, last, late last fall, we launched the PachyForge website, which is at www.pachyforge, like SourceForge, pachyforge.org. And that's really the, the home base for the open source uh, developer and user community. And um, one of the first, Josh Archer and I, uh, put that site together for the community, and it's really a, now a community-owned and operated operated site. And uh, one of the first things we did with that site was was put out put together the specification, a proposed specification for Pachyderm 2.1, and that spec was based on uh, a variety of things. One 
one was uh, all the all the bugs uh, that were identified in the 2.0 version and how to how to overcome those as well as a long list of suggestions and recommendations that had come in from the community. So we put the, uh, a draft specific 2.1 specification on the PackyForge site and uh, also had the council take a look at it. We refined that uh, to what we then formalized as the 2.1.0 specification for the next version of Pachyderm. And, um, you know, the really exciting thing is over the last couple months, we have had step forward, organizations step forward to actually fully fund the development of the, the next release of Pachyderm, which is, is really exciting because not only do we have it conceptually mapped, but we actually have the uh, resources to make it happen. And, and we actually have identified some developers to uh, to make this happen. So um, just to say a little bit of who the uh, contributors are to the 2.1 release, the University of Minnesota is, is going to be contributing as is uh, California State University, uh, San Francisco Museum of Modern Art, the New Media Consortium, and the Minnesota Digital Library are all uh, going to be contributing both uh, financial resources as as well as uh, in, in all cases some intellectual resources toward the, the next version. Our, our timeline we're shooting for for the release is uh, mid-year uh, 2008, so actually not not too far away. And um, just let me say a little bit about what people can look forward to seeing in the 2.1 version. Probably the, the most exciting thing is the fact that it, there's going to be installers uh, for all three platforms. And that's Yay. one of the things you know, one of the things people have struggled with in the past with Pachyderm was the difficulty, unless you were a technical expert in installing the software. But the, uh, the new version uh, is going to have an installer for the Mac OS, uh, Windows platform, as well as Linux. And there's going to be a migration tool that will allow people to migrate their uh, projects from their uh, 2.0 version over into the 2.1 version. Uh, That's another crazy. Way, <laughs> I know. Who, whoever, That's out of control. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really want to leave anybody in the dust. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What, another one of the major enhancements is just overall stability uh, and efficiency of the application. So uh, numerous people who have Pachyderm installations have run into some error messages that are hard to, hard to uh, decipher. And uh, we, the new version will eliminate many, many of those stability issues. And when there are error messages, in most cases, they will be uh, stated in plain English so people can actually work with the developers to identify what their real problem is. Yeah, that's uh, been a, a huge enhancement and a focus over the last year. Um, and it's uh, it's it's been something that, that really has made it possible for there to be a Pachyderm services. So, and, um, so that's going to be – that's already embedded in the 2.05 version that Pachyderm services is using. But the public release of 2.1 will be the first official uh, instance of that. It's uh, it, it really is a, is a big, big difference. Yeah. And, um, another – I think in thing that's that's not only going to be an incredible enhancement, but is actually groundbreaking on a number of fronts, is the fact that uh, 
pachyderm will be fully fully accessible uh, and meet the 508 uh, requirements for accessibility. Uh, so it will be compatible with screen readers. It will have functionality to do captioning for uh, audio and video. Uh, it has the ability to pull transcripts up on the screen, um, the ability to enlarge type uh, as needed. And a lot of these things, there, there's so few software applications, particularly uh, educational software applications that, that implement this, this full compatibility. And a lot of this work is actually already uh, in the works uh, at, at, the, at the CDL at CSU, uh, but this will all be a part of the 2.1 implementation. Some other things really at the user's level that, that people will, I think, find really really interesting and, and you know, you know the, the real fun side of, of Pachyderm 2.1 will be the templates. There's going to be a number of new templates, uh, that in, including the timeline and the dual comparison template, uh, a number of different video players. Video uh, will be embedded right within the Pachyderm screen uh, versus in a pop-up window as it, as it is in the 2.0 versions. Uh, so there will be a lot more just uh, ease of use and standardization of the templates. So the, the elephant templates. is getting more fleshed out by the day. And refined. And refined, yep, absolutely. And, right. yeah. and refined. Yeah. That's really great. I think from the developer standpoint, and, and this doesn't mean just uh, hardcore, hardcore coders, the, the the overall architecture underneath of um, especially the templates is going to be a lot more decipherable. It's going to be it's, there's going to be developer documentation. There's going to be uh, the code is all going to be uh, properly documented. And it, because many many things that used to be embedded deeply within the code is now going to be a, in XML and easily editable after a, after a program is published, people are going to really be able to customize the templates in ways that they've never been able to do before, which I, I think that's really going to make it. Uh, oh, yeah. People will love that. Yeah, so we can, make, uh, we can make those great screens that Tim does at SFMOMA. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. We're going to lose our egg. <laughs> yeah. You still have it. Yeah. You know, it, it, that, that can be imitated but never equal. That's okay. That's so it's great. It's going to go on. It, you know, it's, gonna, it's clear that there are going to be so many new uh, ways to use Packard that will be compatible with the video intensive ways in which people are. Um, are working now, but won't be limited to that, like the timeline and the comparison screens and the ability to create many different screens as um, as front ends and menus and link from any any one screen to any other screen. There's a lot of flexibility we never had in our old version as it just gets um, pushed out more and more. It's really quite wonderful. Yeah, it's very exciting. And if you're interested in just kind of keeping up with what's going on in the development process and potentially being a beta tester, uh, sign up as a user on the PackyForge site. Uh, there's a there's a member basically a membership list you can sign up to for free, and you'll be able to keep up on what's going on in the pack on uh, the Pachyderm development for 2.1. Forge site is a great place to go for uh, the forums that are there and to talk to a community not only of developers but also of authors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and if you're working with Pachyderm, it's a good place to go to tell the story of what you're doing with it. 
That's right. There's a there's a project registry in the PacuForge site, and actually, you know, I, I shouldn't portray PacuForge being all about 2.1. There's actually a lot of active conversations about 2.0. Uh, everything from people asking questions about how to solve problems to people proposing new ideas. But there's also a, a project registry there where you can upload a thumbnail of your project as well as a description and, and share it with the community and get and get feedback. So uh, right. it's a wonderful check it out. Yeah, very Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's, a best, and there's a best Alan practices alluded, forum waiting for people to tell stories. Earlier in the conversation, Alan alluded to giving your sweetheart a uh, Pakenham account as a Valentine. And if you really want to do that, you can. Although, personally, I'd prefer roses, but that's just me. <laughs> the way no is uh, <laughs> uh, Pakenham Services, which just launched last week at NMC. And Pachyderm Services is a way for um, teachers, students, people who work at museums, and other individuals, anybody really, to have their own Pachyderm account without having to install Pachyderm. They can subscribe for a year uh, to author on the NMC server. And we also offer uh, a hosted server solution for organizations that need more accounts. So for more information about that, you can go to pachyderm.nmc.org and find out all about Pachyderm Services. And we had a pretty big um, a pretty big thing surrounding the launch there, Larry. You want to talk about that a little? Well, yeah, and I'd like to um, just acknowledge that uh, getting to the point where there can even be a Pachyderm Services um, is, is a, a giant step. Um, the, the project of creating Pachyderm Services involved uh, creating a special e-commerce backend for, for Pachyderm to handle account creation, uh, it, it, the creation of a help desk with all of the, I mean, a, a truly um, extensive help desk. Uh, you can get live help uh, with Pachyderm as part of Pachyderm Services. Uh, we hired a full-time help desk coordinator to uh, to do all of that and uh, the website was completely completely redone top to bottom as well as uh, you know all the other sorts of materials <laughs> we chose the uh, Texas Computer Education Association conference in Austin 2 weeks ago as the as the forum to uh, launch packet arm services uh, that is primarily a K12 conference and it represents a new audience for some of the services of Pachyderm, both the K-12 and museum educators uh, are significant uh, groups that are interested in using Pachyderm and um, kind of excited to have them on board. So um, I want to thank uh, Alan for uh, all the leadership that he brought to that project. I want to elaborate on some of the under-the-hood things that are part of all of that. I know we've got forums and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and we're, we're still uh, polishing the edges of it, but all the pieces are in place. The, the main part is um, anybody can go to the NMC website at www.nmc.org slash services slash pachyderm, and they can create an account right there. They pay for it through secure transaction that goes through PayPal, and once that's processed, uh, our office will create an account for them and send people the login instructions. There are there's a basic account that gives you um, basically unlimited use of Pachyderm for a year for ninety nine dollars, and then for an extra fifty dollars at one forty nine, you get our uh, help desk support, which is free support by telephone. But we're also implementing a help desk online system using uh, some open source software that we found. And then um, on the other side, as Larry and Rachel mentioned, uh, we recasted what used to be the 
pachyderm.org website um, into a new uh, WordPress powered site that um, was a lot of fun to work on. In fact, it was one of the most fun things I got to work on recently. And more or less, we include all the information about Pachyderm. We have a showcase there. We have an FAQ. We've got a little form that makes it easy for you to contact. Uh, so that's really the hub for all the information about Pachyderm, which is pachyderm.nmc.org. And that's definitely the place to go uh, to find out uh, from NMC what's going on with Pachyderm services. And uh, we're, we've linked it up as well, not only providing the link to the PachyForge website, but our site will sort of... Uh, you know, publish the latest news from PachyForge through the magic of that lovely stuff known as RSS. <laughs> There's geeks out there, but um, <laughs> anyhow, it's just great to have all this happening, and we're just excited. We've uh, in the first day we had a couple counts roll in, and they're coming in as we speak right now. Yeah, our little elephant uh, used to be a baby, but it's grown up now and out in the world. Any last comments anybody wants to make before we wrap up here? I would just want to acknowledge all the people who have been involved in this project along the way that are spread across this continent and uh, and made it possible. And also Larry and Rachel and your perseverance and really, you know, herding this, uh, this beast to its open source uh, um, where it could stand on its own. And Scott, it's just great working with uh, having Scott on board as uh, the, uh, the head of the council now leading it forward and with the, yeah. with the new partners that who have been brought in. It's really quite yeah. wonderful. It's a new day for Pachyderm. There's a lot of excitement and enthusiasm in the project. Well, I want to thank Peter and Scott for being with us. Thank and, you. Yeah, uh, yeah it's been a pleasure. And I would like to invite everybody who's listening to take a look at Pachyderm Services, pachyderm.nmc.org, and at Pachyforge, which is www.pachyforge.org. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye, everybody. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thanks. Thanks bye for bye, coming, Ray. Peter and Scott. Bye now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this new Media Consortium podcast. You can learn more about the NMC and access more content at our website, www.nmc.org. <laughs>